American dream is not dead. Listen to Neil and Jeff share their leadership experiences through a new kind of leadership podcast. This is The American Hustle. I'm leveled up. And this is my world. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however you are joining us. This is The American Hustle, where we believe the American dream is not dead dead. That's right, folks. You still have the mobility and ability to change your position and direction in life because of our Western cultural values and dispositions. Folks, this is the podcast where we talk about big business, little business, becoming a better human being, management, self-improvement, those types of tangible aspects about doing better, knowing better and doing better in life. My name is Neil with Simpson Family Jeeps, SFJ4x4.com. And I'm joined in studio by the producer, Jeff Shermani, the Italian stallion. And uh, today we're going to continue on a conversation we started a few weeks ago now with uh, the topic of humbling and rock bottom, which has led us to climbing out of rock bottom. And that's our topic today. That's right. Um, before we get too far into it, make sure you go on, like, subscribe, give us that five-star review. Uh, also, stay tuned to the end of the podcast when we go over the quote of the week. That's my favorite part. And uh, we'll tell you uh, how to get involved with the podcast right towards the end as well. Because quite frankly, uh, without you, our devoted listeners, there would be no podcast. And so the the idea that you are out there and you're enjoying the content um, is important, but with your contribution, your feedback, uh, we hone, we revise. Obviously, we mention when people reach out and share you know, their content and feedback with us, and so we appreciate that. We'll let you know how you can get involved in the conversation. As a friendly reminder, this is intended to be an organic conversation regarding all of those personal, social, professional development aspects, uh, combining Jeffrey and mine, you know, 30, 40, I don't know, 110 years of, uh, <laughs> sometimes it feels that way, right? Of, uh, of failing forward realistically, right? So in small business, personal development and, and all those good aspects of life. And quite frankly, we're talking about how do you climb off the bottom yep when you when you've when you finally reached and, and you and I both talked um, you know loosely I kind of reference with you know the natural ebbs and flows of life that there will be peaks and valleys and those valleys can be contextualized as rock bottom uh, you offered the uh, you know the idea that rock bottom is kind of this pinnacle singular moment right yep. or, or you know and and so this idea that it realistically can be one or either depending on your perspective and how you look at it yes Re regardless of how we you know kind of define that moment because you will have you will have peaks and valleys you'll also have potentially a moment in your life where you're like this is it i am i cannot go any lower right yes um how do you get out of there how well, do you look around and go this is not where i want to be and not only how do you climb out but how do you recognize and learn from it yes so those are our topics for today and the challenge that i will just kind of uh continue to reiterate in my own life and this is one i struggle with is the idea that hindsight is 2020 right the old one of the oldest adages in the book right mm -hmm. and that only when you are past it 
can you can you kind of look at look back and go, man, I I was in a bad place, yeah. right? Uh, because in the moment, it's very challenging to identify just how far you've fallen from grace at that point, right? Yes. From how you're, you originally wanted to be and now where you're actually at. Uh, it's very hard to identify it in the moment. It's either that or you're going to be so defeated that you feel like there's no chance of climbing out of it. 100%. And then your hindsight 2020, you see where you could have changed that even quicker. Yes. And, oh my God. I, you know what the challenge is, and I'm just recently talking about it and, and kind of sharing from a position of vulnerability just with a lot of the uh, changes in my life that I actively... Um, voluntarily have have pursued, you know, yes. just in the last few years, I recognize just what a tremendously challenging place I found myself in, not even just quite a year ago. Now, it wasn't the lowest point in my life by any stretch of the imagination, but it was definitely one of those valleys following yeah. the peaks. And uh, I was just recently talking with some folks over over the weekend about being able to, at this moment, I knew at that time, that I was just trudging through the suck, right? Yep. I felt like I was, you know, walking through quicksand, you know, deep to my knees, pulling a boulder behind me. Yep. Um, I knew that in the moment, but just how, you know, kind of mentally. You couldn't uh, figure out how to cut the ties I to the boulder. I couldn't figure that out. You know what I mean? Yep. I couldn't figure that out in the moment. And I, the one piece that I knew in that personal moment, in that personal experience of mine, was that I just had to keep moving. Yep. Right? Don't so, lose that momentum. Correct. Right? And so while I was shackled to the boulder, while I was in the muck up to my knees, I knew that I had, uh, despite the fact that it was exhausting, that it was arduous, that it was, you know, uh, short of a death march, um, well, that it was in forward progress. I'm, I'm just going to use a whole other analogy on that. Uh, you keep talking about through the muck and stuff, but most people I would say have, have seen where, uh, you know, the, the bodybuilder competitions where they're pulling a bus. Sure. Uh, by strong man. Or whoa, whoa, strong wait man. a second. Let's not, let's strong not. Strong man, whatever. Deteriorate, you know, strong man. Right? So anyways, <laughs> the point of that though is when you see them pulling that, it takes all of their might to just get it rolling yes once they get it rolling as long as they keep it moving they can go quite a ways with it yes but it's getting it moving it's that getting that that initial momentum yep right and i think that that's going to be one of the uh one of the the points of you know pulling yourself up because because uh, again you know a little bit of the there's there's a contentious uh, there's a contentious conversation around the pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. Correct. Right? Um, but ultimately, if we go into the most kind of a classical contextualization of the American dream, mm -hmm. it is that. It is pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. Right? That's That was the term that was associated yes. with it publicly and, and whatnot. So <clears throat> the contentious you know, contextualization aside, um, as we pull ourselves up out of that rock bottom position, uh, a little bit of it is getting that momentum, continuing to apply the force, right? Mm -hmm. Proper application of leverage, um, continuing to apply the force, understanding that in the, in the appropriate manner that I will get that bus moving, that I yes. will be able to continue to trudge through the muck, right? I yes. will actually be able to do that. 
um, if I have appropriately focused on my goal. Yes. Right? And I think that that's really an important part of the conversation because if you have become distracted, uh, if you have mismanaged your resources, if you have not created a good resource network with a with an an appropriate team. And that doesn't have to be employees. I'm blessed because I, I do have those employees at this point that quite frankly, when I look back on my own situation, just less than a year ago, it was my team. You know what I mean? That's what it was. It was my team that, that pulled me out of that, that Valley. Um, but it could be your family. It could be your initial support network. It could be, uh, you know, professionals that you are in a mentor-mentee relationship with. It could be a therapist and medical professionals, whatever it is, to pull yourself up out of that rock-bottom position. Yeah. Right? And so I think those are, are valuable things that as you find yourself going, how can it get any worse? Right? Because, of course, Murphy will be like, but wait, there's, there's more. more, you know? <laughs> It that could definitely get worse. Yeah, that if your attitude is, is such that how can it get any worse? Well, uh, it, it will, right? Because you're looking for it to get worse. I hate to be that person that's like, oh, you know, it's just you have to visualize it. You have to say it in the universe. That sounds a little intangible for me. But the reality is as a, as a, you know, as a former athlete, and we talk about specifically in my, my experience as a, a basketball player and, and coach, well, that was not my foremost success uh, of an athlete. One of the biggest things that I learned uh, through that was visualization. Yeah. You're, you're visualizing the basketball going into the hoop, right? Now, you can't just wish the basketball into the hoop. You have to have the appropriate form. Uh, you have to be on the court, you know what I mean? You have yeah. to be on the right court to be playing well, and you have to have the right ball, you know, all those things. And then you visualize it going in. So you have the resources and then your, your attitude is correct, that it is going to get better, that it is going to go into the hoop. There's actually a, a really good movie with a scene. Um, and I, I can't think of the title of the movie. Maybe you'll recognize it. It's a, a football movie and they have a kid who's being snarky and uh, having a negative attitude. Who's really the key player of the team as far as motivation goes the, the captain of the team mm -hmm. and he just has a lousy attitude the coach tells him i'm going to blindfold you and make you do the death crawl where he's crawling on all fours with a person on his back mm -hmm. straddled on his back he's blindfolded he goes you're going to go uh 20 yards mm -hmm. well the kid does 20 yards and the coach keeps going you're almost there brock you're almost there keep yes. going yes by the end of it he's gone the entire length of the football field yes yes you know what god i and i i know exactly the scene you're talking about um and for the for the love of me i can't i can't remember which one it is whether it's varsity blues or no, I, um yeah i'm trying to remember that's I, a great it's a great analogy I, in the I, sense of like you know, understanding that if if you have eliminated some of those distractions and your own uh, headspace that is self-defeating. You can accomplish more than you ever imagined. Yes. If you just get rid of those distractions and visualize your goal and focus on that goal. It, it was one of my, my biggest, uh, I'll say it as a cheat, when I was um, training as a strongman and, and just as a uh, as a weightlifter in general, uh, I had the opportunity to work out with a bunch of different, uh, really 
really great attitude individuals, right? One of my biggest things um, in training with other people was to sneak weight onto the bar for them. Yeah. So, um, you know, so if it was uh, one of the major, you know, one of the major movements, uh, what I would do is is the person would get it, and if they had comfortably uh, performed the movement, the lift, right? And I don't care if it's a uh, a squat, a deadlift, a bench press, uh, clean and jerk. One of the one of the primary big movements. If they had kind of comfortably gotten it, but they were at kind of the top end, what they believed was their max potential. Correct. Right. I would say okay. I would do exactly that. Like, hey, go grab a, a drink of water, you know, come back, close your eyes. I'm going to put your, I'm going to put five pounds on. I'm going to go ahead and put the two and a halfs on either side. And you actually put 10 pounds on. And I actually put 10 pounds on. Yep. Right. And I had a phenomenal ex- uh, success rate of helping people smash their personal records, right? Oh, their yeah. PRs. Because we as individuals, all too often create our own obstacles in life. Yes. And it is because of this abyss of our headspace that we get into, not only just when we're, you know, navigating the peaks and valleys, right, as we tra- transcend into the, the the rock bottom and up out of it, but just every day, yeah. we're creating obstacles. And so whether we choose to exist in that os- obstacle-ridden environment or whether we choose to... Uh, kind of dig deep and rely on our resources, on our training, and on our experiences. And that's where, um, again, talking specifically about this most recent experience for me going, man, I'm so fortunate I was able to rely on my resource network. Uh, my spouse was in a great place at that time. Uh, our team was, was confident and capable. We were turning out jobs. My family was, uh, appropriately healthy and, and kind of navigating life, all, all of those other things. So despite what was happening to me professionally and personally, because of choices I made for myself, you know, transitioning, moving in life, uh, you know, taking on debt that I, you know, wasn't, it was a gamble and it was, it, it, it kind of came back to bite me like that kind of stuff. I was able to pull through based on all these other, all these other things. Right. Absolutely. And so I think that as we come up out of rock bottom, first of all, we got, you know, we obviously have to want to do that. We have to be able to focus on that goal. Yes. Um, you know, we have to want to achieve that, 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 you know, like you were talking about the guy being blindfolded, doing the crawl with the guy on his back. You know what I mean? You have to want it. Yeah. You know, you can't look around and be like, oh, woe is me. Everybody's out to get me. That attitude is not going to get you anywhere. Right. And uh, from there, then it's about getting that momentum. Once you've gotten that positive momentum. Once you've cut the dead weight and your attitude is right and you're moving and you got a little bit of that momentum, you don't slow down. That's right. Right? You don't slow down. And that's and one of the best ways huge. to build that momentum uh, and, and to keep that momentum going is building a support team around you that supports your goals, supports your ambitions in life and is there to help you move forward while also eliminating those from your life that are just dragging you back down mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's always going to people be people in life that drag you down or push you up and you need to decide which people you want to surround yourself. Yeah. With. So, so challenging. And, and we've, you know, we've touched on a lot of these concepts before they are arguably regurgitated talking points when it comes to 
personal, social, you know, professional development. Um, but it, they're ones that are, they have to be reiterated because you have to look around and go, and, and, and say, who, okay, who are my five people? Who is that, that immediate network of people that I'm associating with? Right. And uh, is that to my benefit or to my detriment? Yep. Right? And uh, that is just uh, so critically beneficial uh, to, to navigating that, that low, low, low place that you find yourself in. And so the, the, the issue that I, I find myself currently in is how do you, uh, twofold one, how do you identify when you're actually at rock bottom, right? Whether it be that singular pinnacle moment or just, that just general Valley, mm -hmm. which could continue to slide down. Mm-hmm. And we talk a little bit about that attitude piece, right? Because if I'm doing what was me, you're going to keep sliding down. If you're looking, how can it get any worse? It's going to keep sliding down, right? So we understand that. You know my but, secret to that part? What's that? I expect it to get worse. Nah, yeah. I, it's not, how can it get worse? I go, all right, what am I going to do for when it gets worse? What is my next step? Because see, it's going to get worse. See, and I and I think that that's, that's valuable to talk about. So that's what I, I want to say. How do we identify? And I think that's part of that identification. And then how do we pre-plan? How do we front load? Yeah. Right? So I think that those two things are, are equally valuable to the conversation of rock bottom, right? Yeah. Digging ourselves out. Okay, well, that's unfortunately, there's just some, some tough decision making that has to happen to dig yourself up. It's a lot of the same talking points going, hey, I'm looking around and do I have the right attitude? All those kinds of things. But how do we avoid it? You know? Yeah. How do we how do we see it coming? Um, how do we how do we see that we're in it? You know, so I like what you're saying. I mean, one of your situations is 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 to say it's going to get worse. So now I need to prepare. Yes. Um, so what does that what does that look like? I mean, so the challenge to that is obviously you have to realize that things are going to get worse, and that may not be something you initially realize. Uh, talking about 2023 with a lot of people, life has been crazy in 2023. There are, there are many people that would say 2023 was crazier than the year of COVID. And there's no real reason why. Yeah. You know, there's jokes about, oh, Mercury's in retrograde permanently, that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, but yes. The, the fact is that at this point, we're just, as a society, we've been stomped on so much over the last three to four years that we're just accepting it rather than going... Well, hey, we know that these things I'm are not. happening. I'm not. I'm on fire. But Co correct. But yes. As a society, hold yeah, on. I'm, I know. I know. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm. I, it's my own little piece. At any time, you know, it comes up. I'm like, no. I'm. I'm coming for everything at this point. And that's. You know? And that's the attitude we need to take. And that's. What, that's what we need to realize is. No, this stuff's going to continue to happen. It doesn't matter. Right. The beatings are going to continue until morale improves. You, you ever heard that one? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, screw that. I'm going to start the beatings, right? I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the attitude I'm talking about that yes, you got to have. You're 100% right. And that's, 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 I think, why we're able, to, we're able to sit here and try to share with other people, yeah. right? Is because you and I have screwed up a lot in our life, right? Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And I'm, I'm not touched, <laughs> right? And I'm not about to take it. You no. know, I'm not about to take it. And I, and I, and I recognize that you're, you know, what you're, you're saying about people in 2023. I mean, from my own mantra, uh, my, my joke 
uh, that I've shared with my wife a handful of times is 2023, no rules. No rules yeah. 2023. The world we're living in. But it doesn't because, have rules. <laughs> right. It doesn't have rules anymore, you know? And so this idea that I have to take the beatings until morale improves, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm beaten back. You know yep. what I mean? And uh, and I, I totally see that. Well, guess what? That means your morale improved and you're not taking the beatings That's anymore. right. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's right. That's you a, literally that's trusted a, that. There's an ironic... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's an ironic situation where it's it's kind of juxtaposed. I was I was beaten into I was beaten into I'm pissed. I'm coming for it, you know? And uh and that's it's right because of course 2020 happens and and realistically the world is is for many people uh adversely affected, right? Well, and I think I think what's really important to note is I, I've literally had this conversation with a few people recently where they're like, yeah, well, 2023, I'm over it. I've had this happen, this happen, you know, this, you, we've had this near, near experience. We've had that. And I'm just, I'm done. I don't want to do anything else this year. I've seen and, more people give up in 2023 than ever. And I'm like, they're, they're, they'll ask me they're like, well, how are you doing this nonprofit thing? How are you working still? How are you doing all of these things? And I'm like, well, let me see. I had this happen in my life. I had this happen. We had this happen. We had just as much bad things happen in 23 that you did, if not worse. But sure. I didn't, I didn't let it stop you didn't me. didn't let it define you, I, right? Those are passing moments in time, and I still have goals in life yes. that I am going to attain yes. no matter what. Yeah. And, and It may take me longer if something sets me back 100%. a little bit, but I'm still going to get there. Right. And I, and I just, I know we're on a little bit of a sidebar, but I, I, I agree that other people had this, you know, 2020 and then it was this, this idea, uh, that we're talking about today. How can it get worse? Yeah. How can it get worse? We went from 2020 and, and the, the major lockdowns and the, the whine, whining and moaning about, uh, you know, businesses shutting down and all that kind of stuff. And of course I, I don't, I pull no punches. If your business shut down in 2020, it's cause you didn't run a good business. It's just, yeah, you know, come at me, bro. It's just the reality of the situation. And, uh, uh, 2021, it was like, it got worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, 2022 was like every, every six weeks was a new phenomenal disaster. We're like, what is going on? Yeah. And I do believe that there is a, a large swath of society in 2023 that just rolled over and showed their belly. Yeah. Um, for a number, and that's not just in a, in a kind of a, uh, placating manner. There's a number of people who just kind of took the gloves off and and are are lacking consequence, right? They're they're popping off the mouth. They're fighting with people in the drive-through. Uh, they're 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 challenging law enforcement in such a way that is disrespectful to the underpinnings of our society. Uh, there's a number of things like that. Oh yeah, you know. And um, well, and, and additionally, I I think we're still experiencing the fallout of the COVID shutdowns and the businesses that survived because they had to. Not because they ran a good business. Yes, are the ones that are failing now. Yes, that that they, they survived because they, they got bailed they, out. They, they went they, into debt. They, they did. They, all they sorts. went into debt. They did smoke and mirrors actions. Yeah. you know whatever. They leveraged things they should or shouldn't have, and and we now are they're, they're paying the price now. Yes, and we are are feeling it. You know societally. So the the idea is that, um, for us, uh, you know, for us we were able to identify, we were able to self-identify as yeah. a company uh, uh, and, and individuals to look around and go, okay, I'm, I'm not willing to stay here, right? I'm right. not willing to stay in this low, this low position. Was it rock bottom for us? No, it wasn't. Um, uh, certainly as at a company level uh, or at a personal level that I'm talking about. 
Uh, but realistically, you look around and you go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm unwilling to stay in this position. Yeah. So the, the continued uh, you know, conversation is how do you, obviously, uh, by us talking about the attitude of going, hey, no, I'm coming, I'm, I'm unwilling to stay here. How do you pre-plan for it? How do you say, hey, it's going to get worse? Yeah. Right? And so I think that when you, my own personal opinion is, there's two things. And I had this conversation uh, with a good friend over the weekend. Uh, when you look at yourself, first of all, we always bring our own pers- our own perceptions and bias into all conversations. Yes. Right? Always. So when you, you look at it and you go, okay, what are my goals and, and, and experiences um, and how do they, how do they prepare me or, or not going forward, um, as a business. And that's where the conversation comes in. And so I'm going to kind of start there and build off of that is to say that there are, are two, if I was to boil down business success, metrics of business success, on a, on, on a, uh, a, a wide scale bell curve model. One is going to be market valuation and one is going to be net profit. Yeah. Okay. And I think that the big difference here is when you have shareholders versus not. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to leave all of the kind of the, the specifics of, uh, you know, how you identify as a business organization or, um, community committee something to that effect out of the picture and i'm just going to boil down the concept of market valuation and net profit and i think that we can apply those two concepts to even just personal development yes okay because um it could be about your household Mm -hmm. it may and i have not explored this so i'm going to talk to you a little bit about it and i know you're hot on nonprofit right now it could literally be about nonprofit, and i'm going to use the term net profit but we're going to talk about uh kind of this net gain right so 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 instead of net profit we'll say net gain so the the fun thing about nonprofit is it's not that you're not going to make money it's how you utilize that 100 Hundred percent, and that's why, and and I think that that's why I want to stay away from the word profit, though, because obviously making money, paying your bills, yeah. reinvesting in your cause, those are all uh, worthy pursuits of non profits. Correct. The argument is that I'm not making profit to then be uh, to be redistributed or 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 personally consumed. Correct. Right. And so I recognize that because, of course, uh, I mean, Jeffrey's familiar with this, but our listeners may not. I mean, I, my first 10 years of professional experience was in nonprofit. So I recognize entirely how those things work, at least, you know, 15 years ago. Right, right. And so because uh, I'm obviously because I'm obviously a, a good student of the fact that world is constantly changing. Right. Um, but if we talk about market valuation and net gain, if we just kind of boil down. Yeah. Uh, success measurements of success into market valuation and net gain, and this is where. Uh, and again, I'm building on the fact that how do we, how do we plan for it's going to get worse? Yeah, right. And so, if you look at your uh, approach as market valuation, what is my market valuation is going to be? What's my net worth as yeah. an individual? It's going to be uh, what is my company worth? Uh, what is my 
pursuit, my goal, my vision worth. Yes. Okay. And and that is, I had to, you know, had to explain this to my child the other day because he, he told me, you know, obviously, if you follow me on any of the other social platforms, you know, I'm a purveyor of all things mechanical and with wheels and projects. And I was uh, interested in selling one of my trucks the other day and I'm selling it for, you know, say $10,000. He's like, oh, well, I think you should ask 40. I was like, I can ask anything I want, but if somebody's only willing to give me nine or $10,000, well, then that truck is only worth nine or $10,000. Yes. That is a market valuation. Uh, that's what it's worth by the bell curve of the market. Is there somebody out there who might give me 45 because they've been living under a rock for, you know, 20 years and this is their dream vehicle and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you going to find them in a timely manner? Probably not. Correct. Right. And so that's where net worth and market valuation come in is this arbitrary metric of, you know, time frame and, and monetary value and, and or or not even just monetary, but is this a worthwhile pursuit if it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, on a committee, a church committee or personal stuff. And then you have, um, again, net gain. Yes. And this idea that... <clears throat> Am I seeing a tangible return on my actions? Correct. And see, that's the thing. For me, there's these two competing concepts mm -hmm. that I'm really interested in exploring further. Like I said, it was just this broad I think we awakening. Have to make, make an episode out of those. It was a broad awakening for me this weekend as I had these multiple conversations. And I was like, you know what? There is there is something going on here because for me, where this relates to our current conversation is the fact that when I am at rock bottom, I have to focus on net gain. A hundred percent. That is ha that has to be where my focus fully shifts to, and to say that you know market valuation and what anybody else thinks that you know all the warm and fuzzies of something is is worth this, that, and the third, that goes out the window and goes. What is the tangible cash? or return on my investment going to be? Yeah. What can I physically make uh, happen in this moment, right? In a, in a defined period of time. And I think that that is really, for me, where, again, that momentum, mm -hmm. um, uh, the the example you used, the, the idea that that uh, football player was going to go 20 yards, right? That defined moment was... He was going to go 20 yards. The strong man pulling the bus. I need to go, you know, 40 yards pulling it and, you know, get that momentum. Yeah. That is a definitive experience. Now we can b break boundaries by blindfolding ourselves, by, you know, having the right attitude, eliminate obstacles, that kind of stuff. But that is our immediate net gain. Yes. I'm going to move 20 yards. Yep. And by moving that 20 yards and then applying these other kind of smoke and mirror uh, success you know, things to it, we can move beyond. I, I'm going to argue that point just a little bit. You're saying the 20 yards that you said is your goal is your net gain. I'm going to argue, no, that's where you break even. That's your break even. That's huh? your break even. Once you crest over those 20 yards, now you can start counting net gain. Well, and that's a very, spoken from a person who's really into the the nonprofit scene right now, you know, and that that is the the idea is that we have to, focus on that that individualized goal and again whether it's break even we've paid our bills um or whether it's now we've actually have a tangible return right but that is i think the biggest piece and so well and i, th I think it's important to note too net gain does not always mean money 
No, 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 absolutely. Net, this net conversation literally just your progress forward. If if we're talking about your specific situation, right? And 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 I I you know Heberly heartstrings. And if you folks, if you're not following along, Heberly's heartstrings. Heberly, Heberly heartstrings, folks. If you're not following along. You're going to want to get on Jeffrey Social because this is at the ground floor. This is an organic thing that's happening out of northwestern Pennsylvania, northeastern Ohio. Um, you know, and and obviously I have faith in 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 Jeffrey to uh, Jeffrey and company to build this into something you know successful. Um, that net gain is 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 impact, right? It's, are we, do we have the, the library of uh, the lending library? Yeah. Have we created a community outreach piece? Have we, uh, been able to achieve these goals? That's not gain. That's not cash. Right. Right. Um, and so the idea that we're creating a positive difference, that is often, you know, a nonprofit organization's, uh, you know, uh, their actual goal. Yeah. The true measure of success of a nonprofit is their outreach and their, their success within the community, not how much money they made. hundred percent. And that's the challenge as a, as a former nonprofit individual, there's not a great metric. That's why it gets very loosey goosey for people to see nonprofits as, as successful as for-profit endeavors. Right. Those for-profit endeavors, especially with shareholders, uh, it's we all can, about the money. At we that can point. see numbers, yeah. right? The quote unquote, the numbers don't lie as an individual who ran, uh, successful nonprofits at a managerial level, uh, not at an executive level. One of the things we were constantly tasked with was attempting to quantify the qualifiable. Yes. And that is exceedingly challenging. Um, but it is, it is, you know, it is doable. And so when you are quantifying the qualifiable, you have to look for different metrics in corporates, in, in the corporate environment and a for-profit enterprises, uh, we can just look at bottom lines. I, and right? even, but even on an individual level, not even in a nonprofit or profit business yes. on an individual level, your net gains are not necessarily how much money you made this month. Yes. But how much closer you've gotten to, accompl to accomplishing, accomplishing your, goals. your goals. Whether it be, hey, I need to pay off this credit card by December 1st. Yes. Now, what what steps are you taking to get there? What are your net gains that you've made to get to that point? Yes. And I, you know what? And I and I think that as we as we look towards closing this conversation just for time only, um and as we talk about, you know, digging ourselves up out of rock bottom, I think we we end on your piece as far as just making it very much about the person, the individual to say, have I worked towards accomplishing my goals to bring myself myself up out of this valley, this idea that uh, quantifying, have I been able to pay down this credit card? Have I been able to go to the gym, you know, twice a week, you yeah. know, small, did I read tangible, that book? Did I read that book? Did I get into a couple pages? And so that is the, that is, uh, expressing the same effort that that strong man is that's pulling the bus forward. Yeah. Right. Did I read 10 pages of that book? in the last three days. Every three days I read 10 pages. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, that's more pages than you were reading none all of last seven days Correct. of the last week, right? Yep. And so uh, being able to to kind of identify those things and then roll them into the process, uh, I think at the individual level, setting those small tangible goals, you know, smart goals, the little measurable pieces, and then crossing them off your list gains that momentum, having that right attitude, 
will see yourself out of that you know that that valley that shadow shadowed valley of death that low 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 yeah right even if you have to walk through that valley for a minute, yep, you will eventually get out if you're working at those goals and 100%. picking away at it. Go back to uh, the last piece for for my own, you know, personal self uh, fulfillment. I knew that I was in a low moment, and I knew that I just couldn't give up. Yep, and I just needed to keep moving forward and and then rely on the team and my social, you know, social professional uh, network, so on and so forth. So, I get it, folks. This is a great conversation. We're going to be transitioning shortly to uh, a quote of the week, which, if you didn't know. I am listening to for the first time uh, with you. So Jeffrey does a great job. He does production notes. I don't look at them. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I want to hear <laughs> I want to hear this quote the same time you do. With that said, we need you to be part of this conversation. Topics, uh, information that's shared here, conversations that are had are oftentimes conversations that we have had with listeners or like-minded individuals. And so we want you to be part of that. You can reach out to us and be part of this podcast. You can reach out to Jeffrey, our producer, at jeffc at sfj4x4.com. That's number four, 4x4.com. Or you can reach us on our text-only number, 440-855-2100. And let us know how we're doing some topics that you might like to look for in the future, or how has it been relevant in your life? And we want to hear those things. So I guess without further ado, let's get into our quote. Absolutely. And this is my world now. I don't measure a man's success by how high he climbs, but by how high he bounces when he hits the bottom. That's George S. Patton Jr., who was a U.S. Army general, and he often led from the front when he and he was almost always delivering victories. Yeah, Patton was a was a monster uh, yeah. by you know <laughs> that time. That's cool. How how he bounces when he hits the bottom. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I don't measure a man's success by how high he climbs, but how high he bounces when he hits bottom. Man, that that just that just resonates so well, right? Is mm-hmm. I think that. Um, and of course, my my father was a history teacher. My grandmother was a purveyor of American history. I think it's part of you know my. Uh, I, I'm just gonna say I hated history in school, <laughs> but there is so many valuable lessons in it. Yes, and constantly. so so many good things that come from history and, and from people like Patton, who yes. just had such influential impact on our current society. Yes, and the the, the challenge I have is is oftentimes at. No rules 2023. Uh, the moment you reference somebody in history, they go, Yeah, but because the internet is full of, you know, all of this stuff. I guess for me, it doesn't n- negate the value of what is being said in this moment, right? Well, and now, that's not to say that we should, you know, take uh, <laughs> every little, you know, every little piece out of context uh, of these, you know, historical figures, uh, speeches, and, and information. Um, but I do think this is valuable. You and, know? and there are there are certainly historical figures that people are nowadays are like, yeah, but they wouldn't have been able to do that today with this and that. 
What what could they have done though? Because they did it back then when they didn't have those resources. Sure, sure, absolutely. I just I think this resonates so well because of a kind of the current path that I find myself on, in the sense that I recognize that I was in a valley. Yep. Uh, just within the last twelve months, and now I recognize that it was uh, a propulsion forward. Yep. Right. And you, I'm a f- you almost bounced out higher than when you went into that valley is how I'm looking at it. And that's how I feel, right? And that's how I feel. And ultimately, I believe our objective, especially as success-driven individuals, is to learn lessons in all aspects of our life, the good, the bad, and the otherwise. Absolutely. And that we cannot appreciate the light without the darkness. And unfortunately, that is just a big part of my mantra. Yes. And the idea that uh, without uh, a little bit of, you know, that that looking into the darkness, I cannot, you know, value how good things can be otherwise. And that's, you know, that's challenging, but I think there is some, some, some kind of reality check that a lot of people have to understand that it's not always a hundred percent sunshine and rainbows, but that uh, our ability to transcend uh, the darkness with the light is actually where we appreciate our success is better. 100%. Folks, we hope that this was of value to you and that you get out there and you dig yourself out of that valley. Or if you are at a peak and you're riding high right now, that you are doing your best to set yourself up for success. Because you haven't reached the top. Just keep climbing. You haven't. Keep climbing and insulate yourself from what that next downturn in your life may be. In the meantime, get out there and get hungry. And stay hungry. The American dream is not dead. We want to help you along the way. With over 40 years of combined leadership experience, we want to help you succeed. Share your stories, ask us questions, and believe in the American dream. Through heart and hustle, we will show you the path of success and hopefully have a little fun along the way. You can email us at jeffc at sfj4x4.com or text us at 440-855-2100. Until next time, lead with your heart and keep hustling.